favorite fried potatoes, it's CCMP here. If you're joining us from the UK, I hope you've been able to soak up as many rays of sunshine as possible before enjoying the snow today. If you're like me, you'll probably have some Easter eggs to help you cope with the extreme weather. For today's conversation, hopefully not punctuated by mathematical errors, was chosen by Melissa. So what's the tea, Queen? Today's topic is going to be... Farm animals! You know what, when you first told me that you wanted to do farm animals, I was kind of surprised because I remember from our Halloween episode, you said you don't like farms. Okay, look, like I said before, I like (laughs) farms in small doses. I will go and visit, but staying there on extended periods of time is out of the question. Absolutely. So for the duration of our podcast, you can last that long at a farm. Basically, yeah. So, (laughs) hey, if it works for me, it works. So. What about you, though? Because I know you've worked with horses before, so have you spent lots of time on farms? Oh, yeah, that's where I kept my horse in the fields of the farm. I would hope so, yes. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't in my back garden. I know I live in Scotland, but... (laughs) No, I've spent loads of time on farms here in Pakistan, so, yeah, I'm pretty Mm. comfortable there, except when it does turn to night and it's Mm. just (laughs) pitch black everywhere. Other than that, I'm all good. (laughs) See? See? Scary places and i have friends who work on farms so i I hear stuff from them so that's about the extent of my staying on the farm so hey (laughs) (laughs) but why don't you lead us into uh today's questions you know i think i will so serena would you rather be woken up by a rooster crowing but it's bass boosted or would you rather be woken up by bird song but it's auto-tuned oh my god (laughs) you're basically describing my favorite music um Either or, man. Yeah, because I've moved recently anyway, there's quite a lot of birds around. So we do wake up to the sounds of birds every morning, which is quite nice. And we've discovered that there's actually chickens down the way. Really? Yeah, when they're let out of their coop for however long, you can hear them like clucking around. And it's just, it's quite nice. But when you're saying like bass boosted rooster, like how many subwoofers are we talking about? Uh, You know, however many it takes for you to feel it. And the birds auto-tune. Is that just like all birds all the time now? They're all auto-tuned? No, just when you're trying to sleep or when you're about to wake up. Mm. You'll still be able to hear chickens clucking, although I think on auto-tune clucking would be hilarious. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's just for the period of like trying to wake up. Yes. I think every bird you hear is auto-tuned or bass boosted. Bass boosted! I think I will go with the rooster because at least there should only be one (laughs) going off. That's true, actually. Whereas with the rest of the birds, you don't know who's about. If it's the crows, the magpies, the parakeets, everybody's here. (laughs) So uh, I'll take DJ Rooster. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to say, I'm like, are there wild parakeets in London? This is news to me. There are tons of them because I think a domestic one got out and then <gasps> made many, many, many more. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, so you do see them everywhere. And it's, it is a bit jarring because you've got, obviously, you know, the darker bird is more custom mm. in London. And then you have these bright green parakeets chilling and you're like, oh, it's so exotic. That's so weird. Okay. Yeah. I guess that would be exotic for London, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, what would you do? Oh, man. Um, I feel like maybe the auto-tuned bird song. Uh, really? Because, uh, well, where I live. Yeah, I eat a lot of birds too, but roosters not so much. So if I'm hearing a rooster, I've got other questions, I'm thinking. So... <laughs> 
Other than why is that rooster base boosted? I mean, yes. And why is it crowing in my little area of the city where there are no chickens? Although I think (laughs) where I am, you're allowed to keep chickens as pets in your backyard, but like under very specific conditions. Because I know one of my friends had chickens, but then again, they lived in like Niagara Falls. So it's a bit (laughs) wilder over there. Yeah, (laughs) but auto-tuned birds definitely would have a different flavor when you're trying to sleep. (laughs) I can't imitate what auto-tune sounds like with my regular voice. Yeah, (laughs) but I have a very important question that I want to ask you, Melissa. All right. How long do chickens work? I don't know. Around the clock. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I was quite pleased with that one. Oh my god, you would be. Oh, that was low-hanging fruit there, my friend. Uh, you know, and I'm not surprised. <laughs> they do work very hard, chickens. Just clucking around, eating like grapes and things. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> it's true. You know, why not me? All right. Are you ready to hit us with question number two? Yes, I am. <laughs> so question number two, imagining you have your farm, instead of using border collies as your herding animal, would you rather use chickens or rabbits? Oh my God. It's another one of those dodging a bullet moments. I had a shepherding question and I changed it at the <laughs> very last second. <laughs> We've clearly got this instinct now, but like, no, no, it's going to be the same. We're going to think the same. (laughs) Yep. That's so funny. Mine had a bit more exotic animals, but okay. So chicken, so a chicken or, or a bunch of them? I mean, considering their size, I'm going to say a bunch of them. (laughs) And you can also herd using multiple uh, border collies as well. This is true, actually. Uh, Same thing with the rabbits, I'm assuming. Yes. I'm not going to give you a giant rabbit (laughs) to herd your sheep. Horrifying. I mean, certain breeds of rabbits can get massive, though. Yeah. So, like, not too far off the mark, but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I don't trust rabbits. <laughs> I really don't. All the experiences I've had with them have been terrible, so. Really? Yes. I don't know what it is. It's just, my friend had rabbits, and one of my friends has rabbits now, and he and he swears up and down that they're great, but I'm like, again, I don't trust them. <laughs> um, but this one was, like, the most hateful creature. Oh like, God. it's horrible like dead-eyed gaze would follow you everywhere you went and then like if not then she would like attack your ankles just trying to like walk around and she peed everywhere so it was like okay you know what i don't like you (laughs) it was the scratching i think that really got me because i was like not expecting it yeah no that's fair i mean you have to be like used to rabbits like i'm not very used to rabbits Mm. i think my greatest exposure to rabbits was when i came down from the bedroom and and came into the kitchen and there was like this was in scotland so this is where my cats Mm. live and uh, there was a pool of um (gasps) indescribable liquid and i was like oh okay and then i went to clean up up and then as i was like down on the floor i noticed something was looking at me and i was like ah, what's that and i moved the tv and there's a rabbit and it's like totally petrified like not even moving and i'm like are you dead are you alive oh so i went and got a towel and put it over it it doesn't move so i pick it up but it is alive it's literally just like yeah. playing dead it's obviously so stressed that one of my cats had obviously manhandled it into the house oh, <laughs> yeah. and i was like what do i do i'm just holding this wild rabbit and I like showed my grandmother and I was like here look and she was like just put it outside I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well, that's another thing about rabbits too like rabbits and horses like they'll find a way to like hurt themselves they'll do it yeah <laughs> 
that same friend, by the way, just talking about how their rabbit was like, yeah, like every day is a constant fight against death because this rabbit has no sense of self-preservation. So I was like, you gotta chew the wires or go headlong into a fence or something or like shove a bit of straw up its nose. I'm like, what? I mean, that's like normal of humans too. You get some people like that. Children like that. <laughs> if you're older than a certain age, then there's no excuse for that. I don't know. People find a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. But we veered semi off topic, so I'm gonna steer it back. <laughs> I'm gonna herd it back. To yep. um, I think I would rather have a group of herding chickens because that would be hilarious. Yeah, I will join you with the chickens because I just there's something about chickens. They do have a bit of an attitude, having command over such <laughs> unpredictable beings <laughs> would be quite something. I mean, have you seen the chickens in the Legend of Zelda games? Those things will mess you up. Yes, if you try and pick a fight with them, they will summon their army to <laughs> exact revenge on you. <laughs> exact horrible feathery revenge. But yeah, like I, I would go with a chicken. Like I would actually wouldn't mind having a pet chicken. I think they're cute. Mm-hmm. And from what yeah. I've heard from everybody who's had chickens, like they're good pets. So hey, can't complain. Yeah, they could be absolute shepherding demons, though, which I'm kind of tickled about. Let's go with that. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, huh? Oh my god, that is grossly inappropriate. <laughs> they're a working member of the family. Emily, how dare you? I'll hide the peri-peri salt. <laughs> oh, you monster! <laughs> well, you know what? I think it's time to move on then, before Serena gets any more takeout ideas. Yep. <laughs> so we're on question number three now. So Serena, I know you love both of these animals, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> so would you rather have cats that neigh or horses that meow? <laughs> <laughs> Watch me whip. Watch me day day. Get out of here. <laughs> it's kind of like what would be the most jarring, like yeah. watching a cat blow a raspberry or um, <laughs> a horse have like a gentle meow. Oh my God. I don't know. Hmm. You know what? Now that I think about it, that's kind of worrisome, isn't it? Like, you know how cats meow and they want to be fed? It's like, but, you know, coming from your horse. Yeah, but to be fair, horses can make like, a range of noises as well. This is also true. But I think I would take a meowing horse. Yeah? Yeah, because at least for a cat, they generally are smaller than you. Yeah. And I think it'd be weird for like such a big noise to come from them. <laughs> like a neigh comes from the soul. Does it? It does. It really does. Like horses, there's a lot of internal organs and body parts and things. There's a lot of vibrations (laughs) going on um, for it to come out. But with cats, I like their purring too much. So I'll leave them be. And then uh, I'll have a, I was going to say, I'll have a neighing horse. No, I'll have a meowing Um, horse. (laughs) I mean, I hope your horse is neighing. And also, I hope your horse has all of its organs in place. (laughs) (laughs) Or organs means more horse, don't you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's like cheetahs meow, but you wouldn't think yes. that they would because they're a big cat. And then they're just like, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, big cats, they're just still cats. Like, have you seen like pictures? It's like lions and like leopards and things like that. They're just like squeezing, fitting in their box and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or like playing with the ball and things like they're still big fluffy cats. They're not immune to things like that. No, they just want to play with you with their murder mittens. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, let me hug you with my two-inch claws. Yes. But no, I will take my meowing ponies, thank you. What about you? (laughs) I think I would also do that just because I have far less interaction with horses. I am more likely to come across a cat than I am a horse. Yeah. So I think if I lived in a world where all cats neighed, I don't think I'd want to. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was like my sister's cat Maddie would just neigh at us if she wanted wet food. I'm like, I don't think I could live with that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that would be quite something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's go with the meowing horses. Although I imagine if horses could purr, they might. I don't know. I have no experience with horses. Yeah, I mean, I could see that being a possibility because like they have very soft muzzles and things. And, they do, yes. You know, they're quite affectionate as well. So it might be nice if they had a little purr, but <laughs> at the moment they don't. I don't know what evolution has in store for everybody you know <laughs> i'm not privy to that kind of information <laughs> and we'll check in the next couple of thousand years after evolution's taken its course it's fine nbd yeah <laughs> all right question number four would you rather have sheep that grow natural rainbow wool or cows Ooh. that produce chocolate milk oh <laughs> oh this is fun that was the thing in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory which actually makes me laugh oh, really? yeah one of the rooms that Willy Wonka shows the kids is like his room where his precious cows that give chocolate milk are which makes me laugh oh. rainbow wool though so we've had gay snow but now if we can have gay wool gay sheep yeah well yeah gay sheep <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so if the, the cows aren't eating anything out of the orchard, they're not eating chocolate to make this chocolate milk, are they? No, they're just eating the just, normal grass? Yeah, it's just they've got magic organs that make chocolate <laughs> milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Oh, okay, okay, for the wool, the sheep colors then. The sheep colors. Mm-hmm. The, the wool colors, excuse me. <laughs> Um, are there variants? Like, can I get like a different array of colors if I get wool from sheep from this region or something? I would say it's your sheep and let's say they change with season. So maybe you'll get like the, uh, for cherry blossom season, they're all pink. And then, you know, in the next season they could be all yellow and maybe you get ones that are the rainbow. And so. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I gotta have to, I gotta have to go with that. I'm sorry. That is fantastic. Color changing sheep and with a renewable good for you like clothing fiber mm-hmm. yeah yes yes absolutely 100 percent. yes sold to the lady in the rainbow jacket <laughs> <laughs> made it myself yeah from my sheep <laughs> from my sheep can i assume you're gonna go with the chocolate milk cows you fiend you no no i'm gonna Whoa. i'm gonna go with the rainbow wool because i am lactose intolerant and i shouldn't be doing anything that um <clears throat> encourages um <laughs> <laughs> my body's displeasure in that department so I'll, i will leave that even though as fantastic as that is <laughs> i think there's much more to be gained from the rainbow wool like we ordered something and the packaging was made from wool actually like oh, instead of bubble really? wrap they'd put wool in because it like come from a farm okay and they were like it's a natural substance and so it's not harming anybody and it will mm-hmm. naturally like decompose and like oh this is such yes. a good idea pack wool everybody wool's great i I believe it is also the only fiber that will keep you warm even when you're wet, which is very, very important, especially if you live oh. in like colder climates or somewhere where it gets damp easy. Yeah. It'll be it'll still get wet, it'll be gross, but it won't sap the heat away from your body the way other stuff does. Like cotton, cotton is terrible for warmth. It's more about like breathing, so it's better for like hotter climates, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. wool specifically, I think it's the only fiber that does that, which is why wool is great. That's good to know. Yeah. You know, CCMP delivered bring the facts here (laughs) (laughs) it's trivia that's all it is but why did the cow cross the road oh boy why to get to the other side okay that one i have heard i am not giving you props for that i'm sorry too basic zero out of (laughs) ten you can only try you can only try (laughs) (laughs) well here's one for you so knock knock who's there interrupting cow 
interrupting cow who Moo! i mean you did let me finish i have heard that <laughs> joke before <laughs> yeah but hey that's what we're working with today folks all right wait wait no i've got another one uh what do oh, you boy. what do you get if you cross an angry sheep and a moody cow what do you get an animal that's in a bad mood <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. That's horrible. How dare you? <laughs> I'm enjoying how much pain this is giving you. I'm not going to lie. Don't worry. I've got one for you later. But. Uh... <laughs> oh, never a good deed goes unpunished on this show. It's great. <laughs> gotta pick your moments everybody but uh let's move on to your next question (laughs) my last question so it's question number five yeah would you rather run from a stampede of angry swans or one really big really angry pig oh god I, do you remember when we went to Toronto Island and we saw that really big pig in the yes. petting zoo? That like took me completely yeah. by surprise. So that's why I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm having to think about this. <laughs> I don't mind swans. Oh, We're all chill. Like I'll hand feed swans or whatever. Like, here, really? You go. Yeah. I'm like, here, take it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. They're oh. smart enough to know what's my hand and what's you know food and i'm not here to steal their babies so why would they break my arm you know it's fine people (laughs) (laughs) but piggies they can get quite chunky and why why are they coming for me um you have done something to offend their forefathers and so they're coming after you with a vengeance oh dear and how many (laughs) swans are we talking about well a whole i believe the word it's not a gaggle it's a gaggle of geese i don't know what the group of swans is called um but I guess flock. I mean, flock kind of works like generally for any bird, I suppose. Yeah. Uh huh. But a big flock. So I'm going to say at least 15, 20. Oh, God. That is a lot. Um, I'll take the big pig. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pretend it's like a bull and, you know, I'll just like have to time my strafes left and right when it's coming for me <laughs> and just hope it doesn't have good turning capabilities. Basically, yeah. Because, you know, have you heard about like wild boars and what they're capable of? I mean, I know they're pretty good if they're going in a straight line and they will gorge you, but I don't know. <laughs> don't know their like i said their turning capabilities to be fair yeah i don't think they can turn a dime but they are relentless which is i think the determining factor yeah but then again swans horrify me like i have had bad experiences with swans also i think i've just been traumatized by wildlife i think that's what my life has been all right we'll just air that on the show it's fine yeah let's start the healing process melissa it's okay it's okay it's a safe place yeah (laughs) Like, I've seen them snap at people. Because, like, we have lots and lots of Canadian geese in the parks and stuff. They're an annoyance. They're not so much, like, a threat. I've seen parents try to protect their children from swans because a swan's just, like, flapping at them. Like, (laughs) oh, my God. So I think I'll take my chances with the one big boy. He may be big and angry, but it's one big boy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And plus, swans can fly as well. So it's like, you know, some of them can flap at you and then take to the air to come after you as well. Oh, Lord. Yeah this whole divide and conquer thing i hope they don't strategize like i'll take something that's coming straight for me you know <laughs> yeah oh my god oh my god the birds the birds are strategizing serena we have to move <laughs> go 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 <laughs> horrible oh but yeah. you know what that does remind me of um what? i'm sure you've heard of this but there's a video game called uh, the untitled goose game 
Just I similar. have heard of this. Yeah. Yes. It's very <laughs> funny, though, because you get to play as the goose, and the tagline for the game is, it's a lovely day, and you are a horrible goose. So, <laughs> yeah. It's very fun, though. So you get to be a little monster and annoy the people and steal their things, and you honk at them. So designate a honk <laughs> button, so you press it, just like press X to honk. That sounds like a good time. I'm sure there's some um, geese and swans that do that for fun. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'll stay with the picky. Me too. <laughs> So obviously I knew that you didn't like farms because of what you said on the Halloween episode. So I couldn't Uh leave here today without giving you a creepy question about farms. So do it. Question number six is when it's dark, no visibility. (laughs) Would you rather have your animals have glowing red eyes or have them make the creepiest noises? You know, I think I'd rather have the red eyes because creepy noises just kind of like latch themselves in your brain and like your ears and they just <laughs> stay there, you know? Like you can't unhear something. Yes, that's true. Like I'm still getting over like the loon calls that we did in the nature <laughs> one. I was just like, oh, oh God. Right? Like loons, I think some loons actually have red eyes or is it some other kind of duck where it's like black and white and has like red eyes. It looks terrifying. Um, Ooh. But yeah, like loon calls and like fox calls. Thanks for that. Like You're welcome. listening to this. horrible absolutely awful but yeah i think hearing something when it's dark is a lot scarier because you can't see it so you don't know Mm -hmm. what's making that noise yeah but then i mean the same could be said for scary red eyes too like you don't know who those eyes belong to (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and then like you know you're gonna have more than one animal at your farm so it's gonna be yeah quite a few staring at you when you look out the window and stuff and if you need to go to the bathroom at night and you look out just casual and then it's like glaring red eyes like hello (laughs) no thank you it's like this is like another halloween light episode we keep doing this Um, (laughs) but it's like they have stories of like the farmer's gothic tales that sort of thing it's like if you're driving past a farm at night and you see glowing eyes in the corn ignore them you don't Mm. want to catch their attention or like this one kind of scares me because i've heard so many people kind of say it if you're driving by yourself in a car Uh Put something in the front seat next to you. What? Because if you don't have something there, it's like an invitation for something to come join you. Oh, I don't like that. Joe, the door is closed. (laughs) There is no invitation. Yeah, like there's a whole bunch of stories like that. Another reason why I don't trust farms is because, like, you know, it's just stuff like that. It's like, and if there's a gate in the middle of nowhere, keep it closed. It's stuff like that. I'm just like, oh. But it's also common courtesy if there's a gate and you're going through someone's farm, keep it closed because you don't want to let all the cows and sheep out. Like, don't do that, guys. <laughs> exactly. You also don't know what you're letting in. Yes, that's also <laughs> true. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, give me the glowy red eyes, even though generally I'd like to think that people find them universally not a good sign. Yeah, if something was looking at me with red eyes, I'd be like, oh, okay. Okay, I'm uh, slowly gonna back away from the situation. <laughs> yes. Whereas, like, if you were out on a farm and it was dark and you heard some horrible, you know, auto-tuned loon call, I feel like that's a whole other kind of horror. Jesus Christ. That sounds kind of fun, like horror game. Oh my God. Why is it singing Cher? Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> it has good taste is what it does. Oh my God. Oh, so funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the red eyes. And that's what you're going with too? Yeah, because when the foxes come here, like, I hate it like i lie in bed and i just like i want them to go away um <laughs> at least if it is glowing red eyes i can like remember it is every night and be like 
let's just close the blinds early and make sure we don't look outside until <laughs> the sun is back out. <laughs> Basically, yeah, you can burrow into your comfortable little blanket cave and then sleep knowing that those eyes are out there watching your every move. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I might put on like calming music or something to like forget that that's there. But yeah, it's easier to block out for sure than the creepy noises because, you know, your animals could be making creepy noises, but what happens if there's like a new creepy noise? You just don't know what that one is. Ooh, I, yeah, I don't like the sounds of that. <laughs> what a note to end the episode on, huh? Yeah, how about that self-care sign-off, Melissa, huh? <laughs> I think that's a fantastic idea. So for today's self-care sign-off, obviously we love animals of all sorts on this podcast, be they fuzzy or feathered friends, scaly sidekicks, or fishy familiars. If you have a pet, be sure to show them how much you appreciate them. If you don't, pull up a video on the old YouTube. Nothing wrong with getting your serotonin secondhand, and there's tons of fun animal videos out there. Ah, my little chickadees. If you'd like to support us even more than you have already just by listening this far, there's a nice, crisp, compact link in our episode description waiting for you to click on it. There's merch, updates, and more. And as always, our email is curriedchipsandpoutine at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We love you and appreciate you very much. Stay delicious. Bye!